AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. and welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for Aviation Pros. With a renewed emphasis on reducing emissions and focusing on sustainability across the aviation industry, AvFuel announced in October it's committing to more to sustainability. I recently spoke with Keith Sawyer, AvFuel's Manager of Alternative Fuels, about this commitment and where the company wants to help the industry go. Well, thank you for taking a few minutes to speak with me today. Tell me about AvFuel's new commitment uh, statement on sustainability. What does this entail? Joe, it's, it's, it's not very complex. It's quite simply, AvFuel is a leader in sustainability with respect to the various programs that we have uh, developed and provided to our, uh, from, to our customers, um, carbon offsets, uh, the actual molecules for sustainable aviation, jet fuel, as well as you know the booking plane transaction capabilities. But internally, We've taken the view that uh, leadership is, is really very, very important. So we've now uh, provided to our, uh, our communities our sustainability statement, um, our, which, which, which is highlighted at the, uh, at the trade show. And we, 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 we have a sustainability mindset as a company, and we're doing some very specific things internally um, to offset the emissions, our CO2 emissions that we emit as a an organization um, in in keeping with our leadership uh, program and as a complement to the programs that we have with our uh, with our customers so it's it's very very exciting um, we really do promote environmentally responsible operations not only internally uh, but throughout our uh, our organization and through you know the AFUEL network of some 650 different fixed-based operators, some 3,000 aircraft operators. It's uh, all tying, tying very, very well together, and uh, bringing all of these initiatives together is, uh, is very exciting for AppFuel and for me personally. So what is driving this change in commitment? I mean, how did you decide to move in this manner? Well, it was, it, it, it was quite an easy uh, decision. Um, you know, you, you look at the environment with which we're operating, you look at the uh, the responsibility levels that our customers are now employing in their own businesses as far as their measurement of their uh, carbon emissions, their CO2 footprints. Um, you know, the airlines are doing it. You can offset your, uh, your footprint from CO2 emissions on uh, several of the airlines. Um, AFUEL has had a program in place since July of last year where customers can offset their, uh, offset their uh, emissions. Um, and we took the decision to uh, to do the same thing and uh, offset our scope one and our scope two emissions as uh, as an organization. Um, but again, it's around making sure that uh, we're exhibiting the leadership and we're uh, being responsible to our customers and to the customers of our customers. And I was curious more about this offset of the scope one and two emissions. Now, what steps are you taking to accomplish this? And what kind of timeline are you planning to implement these changes? Well, the, the, the changes, it's a good question, Joe. The, the, the changes are, are retroactive to uh, 2020. 
um, as we look at our scope one and scope two emissions. So the uh, the energy that we have from our uh, at our Fuel campus in Ann Arbor uh, by our company uh, operated vehicles, uh, including the the fuel that we you know the diesel that we uh, we consume in our own transport trucks for fuel deliveries, uh, the fuel that's used in our corporate aircraft, and uh, you know a key component of our business is uh, we lease and provide and service trucks throughout our uh, our network of fixed base operators and corporate flight departments on a lease basis and they're all diesel diesel uh, operated units and we'll be offsetting those emissions as uh, as well and as you know those are quote low mileage vehicles but you know but they're often on 24/7 as far as their uh, their their use in uh, in delivering air fuel to uh, to to aircraft so it's it's very important and those are just uh, those are the first steps that we've 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 taken and i'm sure over time more opportunities will be identified to reduce our footprint as a uh, as a company and why is Avfield deciding to take these steps now i mean what are you helping the industry build by taking these types of steps well i think there's 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 a number of things you know, the first step that we took was actually to offer our customers a carbon offset program on all of their flights on a cents per gallon basis through our contract fuel program. That was the initial first step. And then increasingly, we've seen companies like AdFuel and like many of our customers adopt their own carbon metrics as to what they're doing to reduce their footprint. So the timing was perfect given that we could uh, conduct the survey, um, get the advice of uh, various consultants, have an assessment of the landscape, uh, be able to quantify our uh, our offsets, and now uh, purchase offsets to quote offset our uh, e- emissions. And it's it's also very timely because we signed with uh, CBL Markets, uh, one of the largest uh, carbon offset uh, organizations in the uh, in the world, who do a lot of business in the aviation segment. So it was just natural that uh, many of these items came together at the uh, at the same time. But again. Joe, I'll go back to leadership, leadership to our customers, leadership to our industry, and uh, incorporating um, these components into our customer supply chains and opportunities is, uh, is is very, very important to us. One of the exciting things I saw is that AFUEL is providing SAF for some of the aircraft at the static display at, at uh, the MBAA base show that's going on now. How does SAF fit into the company's future with the focus on sustainability? Well, it's it's the key component for us from an outward-looking point of view. You know, our commitments on sustainability, though they are leadership, are somewhat internally focused as opposed to SAF, which is actually providing the molecules, uh, the neat product on a blended basis to our customers uh, so that it can be incorporated into their own footprint calculations. So uh, beginning uh, several shows ago and also with uh, in association with the World Economic Forum, um, eBase in, uh, in Europe in 2019, um, for uh, Las Vegas in 2019 as well, and now in 2021, uh, we have provided SAF to two of our uh, major uh, customers, one Textron and two Embraer, uh, and they'll be flying their aircraft to the static display in Las Vegas from their bases uh, internationally and domestically using SAF that uh, 
we supplied based on our partnership with Neste. Now this new fuel, I mean, it's, it is a drop in replacement for jet a fuel. So no aircraft modifications are necessary to make it work, but can you tell me, uh, will the FBOs need additional fueling equipment or storage facilities to supply Avgas, jet fuel, and SAF to accommodate specific customer requests? Or are FBOs completely replace their jet fuel supply with it? Um, it's a fungible product, meaning it can be dropped in on top of uh, regular jets, and or it can be stored on a segregated basis. In the main, we're seeing it being dropped in on a uh, on a fungible basis. Uh, you know, we see that at San Francisco Airport, we see that at LAX Airport, and we now, uh, with some pride, have uh, a number of our fixed-based operators supplying SAF to our customers and their own customers. And as I say, there is no duplication or any specific infrastructure that's required. Um, it is jet fuel, it is, and does conform to ASTM 1655, which is, uh, which is critical and uh, it moves through the supply chain that way. Um, the important thing here, Joe, is to, to remind uh, the, uh, the, the listeners is that when someone is purchasing SAF, they're, they're purchasing the value of that SAF in an equivalent manner to the reduction in CO2 emissions associated with that product. So notwithstanding we're delivering SAF into, quote, Burbank, uh, for example, into the uh, a facility there operated by uh, Southwest Airlines, the purchaser of that SAF is getting full credit for that SAF on a blended basis so they can incorporate that carbon intensity reduction value into their, uh, their reporting metrics around environmental safety and governance scoring, which is the ESG metric. But uh, there is nothing that an SDO needs to do to, uh, to incorporate it. We have the billing set up, we have the processes to issue the documentation to the customers as provided to us by Neste. It's all uh, seamless. Uh, and uh, we're, uh, we're delighted that, uh, that on how well it's being received and uh, how many customers are, are being added to our, uh, to our supply chain for, uh, for SAF molecules. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and other places you find fine podcasts to hear insights from leading minds across the aviation industry. I'm Joe Petrie. Thanks for joining us today.